Ooh, welcome to One Penny at a Time. I'm your host, Harris Elliott. Welcome to episode number eight in the podcast. And I'm excited to be here today. We've got a lot of good news I want to go ahead first and discuss. If you kind of noticed here, we officially have our branding and our logo for the podcast. Um, the original art was something I made on Canva, which is like a free website, just to have something in there. Uh, my wifey is really artistic, a very bright, creative mind with, with graphic design. I gave her an idea of what I wanted. What I wanted wasn't very good, but she went ahead and literally took this idea and I'm mind blown by how awesome this logo looks with the detail as far as me with my beard and my reverse snapback and my nose ring and my piercings and just my dad bod. I love how this came out. So, babe, thank you so much for bringing this to a whole different light. And I appreciate you just being there for me for this podcast and just continuing to support my vision with the podcast. Let's talk about some more good news. Starbucks did do a dividend raise um, up 8%. So now instead of receiving 49 cents a quarter for every share, it's up to 53 cents. Go Starbucks. And did, I did celebrate with a nice coffee. Got to support the companies you do have in your portfolio so they can continue growing that dividend and growing, growing out the company even more. Some more good news for everybody who has some retirement accounts. For 2023, they are allowing more money to be invested into your 401k and Roth IRA. So now with your Roth IRA, you can contribute up to $6,500 if you're under 50 years old. If you're 50 or above, you can do $7,500. Yes, those are good. Tax advantage accounts are good. Tax-free growth and dividends. On your 401k, they increased it for a max contribution for the year from $20,500 up to $22,500. Deferred tax, still a yay, but you know, that that's always good things that they're they're opening up for more advantages for, you know, these accounts because they are a tax advantage account and does help for your retirement and for your you know, for the the future you as we call it. Other than that, as far as good news go, I'm happy I'm healthy. What more can I ask for? Let's go for some bad news, though, now. Bad news. And this is going to sound ridiculous because the stock market sometimes makes absolutely no sense. This past Friday, they released the monthly data as far as for unemployment. Unemployment went down. It's at pretty much a century low or right about a century low. There are 263,000 jobs added. The market didn't like that. And there was a major sell-off on Friday. Don't ask me why. Sometimes things don't make sense. Um, my opinion is, is that I think people want to see jobs slow down and unemployment go up so that can kind of add to this whole recession that the government won't say it's a recession but we're kind of in a recession kind of thing i don't know doesn't make any sense but yeah um last month we were up eight percent on the portfolio can't say the same for september but you know what it's okay we're in this for the long haul on august like i said eight percent 
we were in a game as far as the whole portfolio. And uh, we are down 7.42% now as of September. It's okay, though. We're not stressing out. So let's do this. Let's go over the dividends that I received for September. And then I'm going to go over um, which uh, holdings are in the green. There isn't heads up. There isn't many of them. And then I'm going to pick a couple select stocks that are in the red that I'm going to put a little bit of a focus on for October because there's a lot of discount and a lot of really good buying opportunities. So let's go ahead and go over all of my dividends for September. September, we had Intel at two cents. We had American Waterworks at four cents. We had Johnson and Johnson at 34 cents. We had Jeppy at 44 cents. We had Discover at 16 cents. We had Microsoft at four cents. We had Target at 12 cents. We had 3M at 22 cents. Main Street Capital was at three cents. Realty Income was a penny. Stag Industrial, which is also real estate, was a penny. Duke Energy was seven cents. Then we have Waste Management at eight cents. We had SCHG at $1.73, which was the highest dividend I received for last month. We had Coke at $0.45. Cents. And we also had Vans, or we call it VFC, at $0.17, cents, giving us $4.80 for the month. Not bad. That's the highest I've had so far as, I've been doc- as far as documenting this portfolio. So let's do this. There's only three stocks that are in the green as a whole. Starbucks is at the top up 11.5%. Lowe's is up 7%. Target is up 1.57%. Everything else is in the red. Big, big important thing for me here is always giving full transparency. I will tell you what's in the green, what's in the red. I'm not here to hide anything. This is my journey. And I think it's important that we're honest with this journey and we're talking about everything that's going on because Nothing is perfect in life, and especially nothing is perfect in the stock market. So that's in the green. A big thing I did here, I made a major update to the portfolio. Um, Last month, I had 28 holdings or 28 stocks. And as I started doing some things and research, uh, my goal, what I'm comfortable with is 30 holdings is what I want to keep it to. But right now with how the market is, I simplified things. I went from 28 to 22. So a lot of the companies I sold, I'm still long-term in them and I believe in them, but I grouped them up into index funds and ETFs, as we always call them here, the basket of stocks, to make everything easier. So I'm going to go over first the two, the two shares that I sold that I just didn't have interest in it anymore. And then the rest of them, I'll go over how I spread them out into index and ETFs. So I sold 3M at a loss, and then I sold OHI, which is Omega Healthcare. 3M, in a long term, I still think it's okay and it'll do good, but the whole litigation thing they're going through and all the lawsuits they have pending really made me feel a little bit uncomfortable holding it for now, and I didn't have that much into it. So I was like, you know what? I don't mind cutting this out for now. Maybe we'll come back to it one day after there's more clearance on the litigation stuff on, on things. And then OHI, I didn't have a lot of investment to either. I just started looking at numbers and I wasn't a big fan of the numbers that I was looking at as well. 
I just have this weird feeling with what kind of numbers are posting that there could be a dividend cut. Um, that's my opinion, not financial advice. So those I sold out of it completely just to get out of it. Now, on my industrial, which 3M was under that, and then Caterpillar was under that, I sold those. And then now I only have one holding in it, which is called XLI, which is a ETF or index fund that monitors the whole industrial side of things. So Caterpillar is in there, which is one of the main ones I have. So I was happy to put that in there. So I kind of swapped out Caterpillar for this index. But then also now I have exposure to Union Pacific, which is a railroad company. I have exposure to UPS. And I also have exposure to Lockheed Martin, which is a big defense company. Uh, for those who don't know, Lockheed Martin gets a lot of contracts for the government to make like their planes and military uh, items. And I really wanted to have a little more diversification in the portfolio. So I thought that was a really good move to do for this. Then I sold Coke. I sold Procter & Gamble. Disclaimer, I'm still very long in these companies. I love these companies. So I found, I was doing research. I found an index fund called XLP where Procter and & Gamble and Coke are in the top five holdings in there. But then also Pepsi is heavily involved there. So I can get some exposure to Pepsi. I can still get an extra exposure to tobacco stocks. I get a little bit of exposure to Colgate. And then I sold Costco because Costco is also in the top five of this. So to my opinion, and this is what I'm doing for my journey, I grouped everything into one. So instead of having to try to put money into five holdings and having slow growth as far as building up the portfolio and the shares, why not do it all into one share? I get to still invest in the companies I, I'm long and I love. And, you know, I get to build it up that way. I'm still investing in Coke. It's just not an individual stock. So that's a move that I made for myself that I can live with and I'm okay with. Um, also, on my utilities, I did keep waste management in there just because I'm a big fan of the company and they're pretty much the monopoly of garbage in the US and across the world. But then I sold Duke Energy. I sold American Waterworks. And what I did was I bought XLV. Sorry, XLU. I'm sorry. That's utility. Can't read my can't read my handwriting sometimes. I got chicken scratch. And Duke Energy is in the top ten of those holdings. But there's all this exposure to all these other energy companies and utility companies. Where honestly, for me, I get utility companies because it's just a really good defense for a bad market. Because no matter what, people are always going to need to pay for utilities for their homes or whatever they need it for for their business. I'm just not that interested in that sector. So I'd rather just do it into one index fund and just throw my money in there. Still keep waste management there. And I'm fine with that. And then I sold Apple and I sold Microsoft. I'm long-term the companies. I love what they do. Swapped it out for an index fund called QQQ. Uh, QQQ is, very, is a pretty popular index or ETF. Um, Apple and Microsoft are the top two in there. But then... Also, I'll get exposure to Amazon, Google, Costco is also on there. Pepsi is also on there. So I'll get a little bit more to that. And then Tesla. So it's a lot of growth companies in there. 
that don't pay dividend. I know I have VOO or VU, which does has exposure to that. But honestly, I'd rather just do that in an index and just kind of compile things. I feel like now managing 22 holdings at 28 is pretty manageable. And as I build up the portfolio more and I get more shares and, you know, once I feel more comfortable adding to that can always add, like I always, like I always like to say, there's no right or wrong on how you do this. It's your journey. It's your finance. Finance is personal. You do what fits for you. You don't, like, I, I would never recommend you for to copy something off the internet of somebody else because their, their goal or what they want to do with their portfolio or their income may be different. So investing is personal. Make it personal. You know, people will be like, oh, why are you doing that? That's that's a mistake. It's like, it's your opinion. My opinion is different. Nothing wrong with that. So let's go over some of these stocks that are in the red because it's a lot of them. So I'm going to go over the ones that I want to focus on right now. So Ally Financial is down almost 15%. AT&T is almost down 16%. Best Buy is down 17%. Intel's down 18%. My worst performing stock is VFC or Vans at 34%, which is ridiculous. So here's the thing. A lot of these stocks are now at a major discount. And I should be adding more to my index funds like SCHG, JEPI, uh, VU, VOO, and dollars co- dollar cost average those down make my costs lower. But Ally, AT&T, Best Buy, Intel, and Vans are at a pretty good discount. So it's a good opportunity for me to be able to buy whole shares for at least Intel, Vans, Ally, and AT&T and start building up that portfolio. And we're buying this at a discount. And once the market does correct, let the compounding do the thing. So these are pretty good high yielding dividend stocks. And if I buy it and I get these dollar cost average lower and whenever the market does decide to pick up, then my yield's going to be higher because I bought them at a discount. So I think that's the strategy I want us to go for October and see how that goes out. Also something I want to kind of circle up here my stag and my realty income, which are my or which are my real estate plays, are both down uh, right around ten percent. Um, my average down to those since those do pay monthly dividends, and you know it's a good thing to add to the portfolio as a whole. Um, I am trying to build this out for income, not necessarily grow. I mean, there is a growth factor into this, but the main reason why I'm doing this is to build up the income for the future me to be able to retire and not have to depend on social security and the government to be able to retire. So this is like the main object of the portfolio. So my opinion, nothing wrong with that. So that's a lot of the major updates I've done there. Um, I'm totally okay with making this a little bit more index heavier. Um, obviously I know that a lot of these have some fees. Um, all the ones that I got for this have very a very, very low annual fee to it, which is like what, 0.10. I'm okay with that personally, and I can live with that, uh, making my life a little bit easier. Never, never a bad thing there. Other than that, with the market, I have a question that I'm going to post here. So if you're on Spotify, you're actually able to answer this poll. If not, it's totally okay. Um, 
I have now an email, the one penny at a time podcast at gmail.com. I'm going to put that on the description of the episode. If you want to, you know, answer the question there or connect with me, go ahead. Also now on social media, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter, and we got a TikTok. The thing I said I'd never do was make a TikTok. I am not going to do any dances one month later watch me doing dances i don't know we'll see how we do with that but i'm gonna i'm gonna link all of that in the description of this episode so that way if you want to follow me on any of those and we we can connect and chat and whatnot that'd be great I, i always like talking to people and you know just getting some feelers out for things so today's question on the poll is do you think we've hit the bottom of the market or do you still think there's room for this to fall it's just going to be a yes or no question yes whether you think that we've hit the bottom no, if you think that there's still room to go. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that, guys. Um, that's really what I have here as far as for this month. Not that much of a long episode. I want to just kind of give a quick update with everything. Next week's episode after this, um, I wasn't going to do another guest episode this quickly. However, the amazing opportunity came out for the podcast where I get to talk to this one individual who I really look up to in this space. And in my opinion, I think he's one of the most entertaining content creators in regards to stocks and dividends out there. Really excited to have him as a, as a guest. Who is it is? Going to have to wait and see. But stay tuned for that. I'm excited to get to work with this individual and make some make a great episode. Um, last week's episode with Ron, or the Pinoy Stock Investor, had such great feedback. And I'm excited for that. And honestly, it's been it's been amazing just to be able to connect with all these new people across the world, not just in the U S but just worldwide. Cause we've been having getting a little bit more exposure over to Europe. So I'm excited for that. That's all I got for you guys today. We're keeping it kind of keeping it short. A lot of good news uh, with, with everything I went over. Hopefully next month we'll see if the portfolio, the let's let's try not to have it fall anymore and hopefully get a little bit of more momentum going if it keeps falling i'm still going to keep buying as that's going to give me more opportunities for discounts so we'll, we'll work that out anyways guys as i always like to mention here in the podcast whether you're investing for the future saving or paying off debt you're going to reach your goal one penny at a time if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the podcast. If you love what you hear, would love to you know give us a rating. Uh, helps the algorithm out. Helps us get this out to more people. Get to connect with more people. I'm always going to love to do that here. Again, guys, this is Harris Elliott. Welcome to spooky season. We've hit October. We're in quarter four of 2022. Almost at 2023. Let's hit those goals, guys.